Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Exoverse TV. I, I almost forgot what it was called. Um, I it's am still fresh. It's still fresh. <laughs> yes, I am uh, Andrew. I am joined by uh, my fiance Melissa. Hello. Hey, and um, one of my buddies, Derek. How you doing, man? Fiance for a oh, I know. Yeah. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Switched it up this time. Yeah, it must have been a discussion when I left. Nope, nope. I just, I just no. that introduced me first. <laughs> I, I had to relive that that in, that shitty intro that I gave you uh, uh, because that's the beginning. You know, I was doing the audio test, making yeah. sure the levels were right when I was uploading the last episode, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Yeah, that was <laughs> weird. yeah. it's uh, all good. Um. Yeah, so I kind of we kind of fibbed to you uh, guys. We said we were just taking like a fifteen minute break, and then we were coming back and doing uh, the season two review. They wouldn't have known, and he said it right there. Yep. No. 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 <laughs> yeah. We're all honest honesty here. Yeah. is the best policy uh, here in this house. Yes, and um, yeah. So uh, we ended up taking a way longer break than we meant to. So we're meeting up here on Saturday. Uh, afternoon, and we are going to go ahead and talk about uh, season two of HBO's Barry today. Uh, the last episode before this, we were talking about season one, so hopefully you guys checked that out, or at the very least, you watched uh, season one of uh, Barry before watching season two and listening to this. Yes. Um, this is not Tarantino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, also hopefully very, you know, that you guys watched season two of Barry before listening to this today as well, because we're going to go ahead and follow the same format as uh, the last episode. I've got the kind of wiki synopsis stuff for each of the episodes printed up in front of me, and we're going to kind of just go beat by beat and stop and discuss any of our favorite parts here and everything like that. Once again, just like the previous season, I think we were all pretty thoroughly satisfied with it. There wasn't anything that we were disappointed with. This is another show that we absolutely love. That's why we picked it to talk about um, uh, here today. Is that correct? Right. right. Yes. Yeah, I don't want to speak for everybody, <clears throat> but yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and jump into it just because we're going to go ahead and just keep the flow going because it's the same format as uh, the last one, and that worked out pretty well for us. So, um, you know, uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and just start here. I've got these extra notes printed up here, but um, that was mostly just to kind of help burn some things into my brain. I probably won't reference those too much. So um, let's go ahead and talk about uh, episode one of season two the show must go on probably um a few weeks following moss's disappearance the police closed the case citing a lack of leads sending gene even further into a grief-stricken withdrawal from life um when the show came back did you guys feel right away that moss was dead did you were you sort of um did you did did you think were you like did you at the end of last season did you feel like he had absolutely killed her where did you feel feel like that was left up in the air as a cliffhanger i felt like he did yeah i yeah. felt like he did too so it was kind of like interesting that when it came back this season it was kind of left up in the air mm -hmm. like kind of a, a weird mystery to everybody except for barry of course yeah what did you think i i thought he had killed her i thought the the first time i watched it and we had left off from season one um I thought it was all a dream because those dream sequences were popping up pretty frequently in that first season. Mm. And just the way that everybody was acting <clears throat> at the very end, I, you know, I totally thought maybe that was just a dream. But then when, when that season picked up again, the second season picked up, it was, it was pretty, you know, yeah, it was there. <laughs> she was gone. <laughs> um, she gone. Yeah. So, but the, the, point being that at this point in in this episode yeah it, it turns out that we're actually unsure of what happened at the end of that night so it's a pretty interesting opening uh, moment um, upon returning to class after a long absence gene declares that the upcoming play is canceled and that he intends to end the class permanently barry convinces gene to continue the class by telling the story of the first time he killed as a soldier um which is pretty Intense, right? That was yeah. a pretty, pretty mm -hmm. crazy moment. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting to get, you know, insight as to what happened to Barry and why his uh, career as a Marine came to an end since he was such a such a good killer and so good at following orders. 
and we're starting to see that maybe something, you know, went very, very well, badly yeah. while he was uh, enlisted. Um, Noho Hank finds his flourishing partnership with Cristobal threatened by Esther, the Burmese gang leader that the Bolivians want to bring into the operation. So we meet her. Um, what do you guys think of her? She's pretty intense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. The way that... Uh, I, I thought that was a pretty funny gag. The... Um, <laughs> the uh, finger thing, the uh, night. What do you call that? Where you that game where you're supposed to um, try to avoid stabbing your fingers with the knife oh, yeah. while your I hands on the table. Called. I thought it was always called speed or something like speed? that. Speed. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Well, she just uh, <laughs> subverts all expectations and just um, as a way of proving how tough she is, just stabs herself right through the middle of her hand um, and and doesn't flinch. Um, Hank also finds himself facing an assassination attempt from his family back in Chechnya due to his failure to kill Pizar's assassin. Hank claims that Esther was responsible for Pizar's death in an attempt to protect Barry, which is pretty cool. Yeah. 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 I like, I love Hank, man. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no, Hank's the best. Hank goes to Barry for help, but Barry is furious with him for approaching him in public and turns him away in one of the saddest scenes yeah. Yeah. in the series. I really felt bad for Hank. Yeah. Like, I was like, Barry, fuck it's, you, it's, Barry. It's, it's, no, yeah. Hank. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm wearing wig. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> do you have these... These pants in medium? Those are women's <laughs> pants. <laughs> um, later, Hank approaches Barry once more and reminds him that Barry owes him for saving his life and threatens to kill Barry if he does not carry out a hit on Excellent Esther. Scene. Yeah, right? Because uh, as yeah. You goofy, told me about how, yeah, how much you love that. As and silly as Noho Hank is, he was hurt by Barry, mm-hmm. and yeah. it, like he's like every person like ever has their real moments, and he had to get. Yeah. Unfortunately, like he didn't want to get this real with Barry, but yeah, it it went that way, and mm-hmm. you could just see the pain in him that the fact that he had to do this, but at the same time, it's like, hey, I I am mafia, yeah, yeah, kind of thing. And so, oh, it was such a good scene. Yeah, and what makes it so well done too is that. Like and you really, he's he's in the right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. He's yeah. absolutely correct. Yeah. Because we're seeing as the audience how he's come to uh, Barry's aid mm-hmm. in more than one situation already, mm-hmm. and we're only in the opening episode of season two. You know yeah. what I mean. Um, meanwhile, Fuchs' unsuccessful attempt to replace Barry back in Cleveland has backfired spectacularly, causing him to get arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, unbeknownst to him, his DNA is matched to a missing tooth found at the scene of Pizarre's murder. Loach, grief-stricken over the loss of Moss, discovers this and quickly connects Fuchs to Barry, surmising that Barry is the man in the grainy CCTV dash cam footage. Um, so that's that's the the synopsis on that episode you guys have anything else that stood out to you on that one uh no i think no took that episode yes yeah Yeah. oh Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um yeah i'm just so happy just that they didn't kill him off yeah and and yeah he's way too important (laughs) <laughs> um, the next episode, The Power of No. Hank enlists Barry to kill Esther, but Barry is reluctant to return to a life of killing. Gene, inspired by Barry's tale of his first kill, tasks the acting class with writing and performing a short piece that perfectly encapu- in- oh, Jesus, encapsulates their own personal truth. I still don't know if I said that <laughs> word right, but I'm moving on. I <laughs> <laughs> Um uh so yeah th- this is pretty funny uh, good moment for a uh, good chance for a lot of those actors in that class to come up with some goofy stuff yeah um to uh things that haunted them at, from childhood just and it's all just like super cliche like yeah things. absolute like white privilege stuff like <laughs> what was that one guy say like uh six was the age he was left at a uh, garage sale <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> uh, Barry not wanting his truth to be death convinces Gene to let him tell the story of the day they met however after attempting to reconnect with his, his estranged son Leo an organic farmer Gene realizes that he is too self-absorbed and tells Barry that he must tell the Afghanistan story so we meet Jane Gene's son um, who um uh ends up you know being uh 
pretty uh, cool. I mean, ends up being a, a yeah, he's a decent guy. He yeah. seems like a decent down to earth kind of guy. He's got like his own, you know, fruit yeah. stand or like, you know, at the farmer's market. And yeah, seems like he's doing well for yeah, himself. He's quite the opposite of his father. Who's uh, yeah. Like you said, he's very self-indulging. Yeah. Well-rounded. That's what I was trying to come up with or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's the opposite of yeah. Gene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he makes a good point, right? Was yeah. is it in that that op- that moment that they meet where he talks about how your whole um everything's a shrine? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah your whole he, uh theater is just a shrine to you. Yeah, yeah. he he talks about how he That's yeah. right, cuz he talks about his and then and then there were my students and yeah. he's like your students, Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 Um Sally has found minor success under her new agents, but becomes frustrated with the small and insignificant parts she keeps getting cast in. Her agent, Lindsay, urges her to bide her time until the perfect role comes along. Um, so, yeah, like, Lindsay uh, totally has her back. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, she kind of comes through um, this season as... Yeah. Because as, I wasn't... Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, she she really does have Sally's best interest in mind. She's not kind of just... Um, um, saying those cause at first, some of the things she says in like, cause she's in season one. Yeah, she and yeah. some of the things she says, I thought she was kind of being like a little cliche. Yeah, know? I didn't know if she really ha- had Sally's interest or not. Yeah. Um, do you like that character? Yeah, the, you, you, she comes off as first like just kind of like a typical agent. She's mm-hmm. you know whatever's gonna get me mo- get you money gets me money, but she actually cares about Sally's passion and just like well let's do things right yeah mm-hmm. do things that you're gonna be happy with yeah um loach tracks down fuchs in ohio and convinces him to return to los angeles and elicit a confession from barry in order to keep himself out of jail so that was that moment we were rewatching that earlier right so funny. Where, he <laughs> <laughs> uh, where he tries to like at the last minute just uh throw himself kind of back behind those bars <laughs> before they can shut he so finally can't be gets questioned. released and then fuck <laughs> Monroe Fuchs, mm, <laughs> LAPD. Oh. Uh, Barry finds himself unable to carry out the hit on Esther and narrowly escapes from the furious Burmese mob, which um, that was a pretty crazy scene. Um, uh, yeah, I kind of, I, I thought he was going to do it. Yeah. Like, I thought when he went, because he, he he almost does it twice. Yeah. And when he went back for that, that second time, I thought he was going to do it. Or I think after the first one, too, like, the door squeaks when yeah. he's closing it. <laughs> and I just thought she was going to be right there, like, at the door as soon as he opened it that second time. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Like, he, he tries to uh, escape and... um kind of that whole gag he ends up walking through a door and he's walking in on their whole like gaming room yeah. and uh, there's like 50 of them that just turn and look at him and uh, it actually you know it is a genius idea if it could work that way i have no idea if anybody could get away with that in, in real life in any way but that setup that they have for the monastery where they all pose as um, yeah, monks. yeah persecuted monks <laughs> that have come over and they're allowed to ship like anything over due to religious purposes without <laughs> it being uh, allowed to be inspected or so anything. Um, Barry finds himself unable to carry out the... Oh, that, oh there we go. I just re- read that. <clears throat> Barry finds Fuchs waiting for him upon returning home and angrily re- rebuffs him? Oh, man, I don't even... Is that how... R-E-B-U-F-F-S? Yeah. Rebuffs? <laughs> huh. Um, and angrily rebuffs him while a frustrated loach watches from a surveillance van. So then we realize in that moment that... Uh, Fuchs is wearing a wire and has decided to cooperate with Loach on trying to uh, burn Barry. Um, how do you feel about Fuchs at that moment? Oh, dirtbag. Yeah, I know, right? He's always going to look out for, uh, for uh, you know, number one. It's crazy because I, I still, even in that moment, it's like you hate that you, you're you mad at him because you like him so much. Yeah. Like you really do like that character, you know. He's not like a Ramsey Bolton from Game of Thrones that you're just like you love to hate. You know yeah. what I mean? You're actually just genuinely mad at him for what he just decided to do. Mm. Um, next episode: past equals present times future over yesterday. I'm not interested in figuring out that math. Uh, (laughs) uh, Sally has decided to tell the story of the night she left her abusive ex-husband Sam. 
but is unable to confront the fact that she never stood up to him. Unwilling to come across as weak, she writes a version of the story that paints her in a stronger light. Um, Hank attempts to kill Barry after finding out about the failed hit on Esther. However, his sniper misses several times and is shot in the shoulder by Barry, furious that they attacked... Oh, geez, this is kind of like a run-on sentence here. Furious that they attacked his apartment while Sally was there. Um, So uh, that was actually a pretty funny scene while uh, Barry's trying to sit there and come up with the way he's going to tell his story about what happened in uh, Korringal. Um, These little tiny little uh, rounds are coming through the window. Yeah, just just zipping through the room just like that. Mm -hmm. And he kind of just pokes out and he sees Hank and um, the uh, what's the actor's name? Uh, I mean, the uh, the character's name. Um, I didn't get that. Oh, man. But yeah, that his right hand man is trying to he's trying to get him to figure out how to assassinate Barry. And they're really close too. like (laughs) there's no excuse for him to be missing that bad. This is like six times, and uh, Barry shoots him right in the same spot that uh, Hank had got him before, and everything. Um, and that was just like a really funny, uh, funny sequence, I guess. Like um, the part where Barry comes and confronts him up on that rooftop, and so uh, yeah, and he's mm-hmm. talking about how. Well, this is where he um, presents an opportunity to train, you know, his men and everything yeah. like that. But he's talking about how uh, his guys. Uh, Hank talks about how his men suck balls, and the actor's like, "If we, su- if I suck balls, you're king of suck balls mountain." That was like a total like ad lib because uh, uh, Anthony Kerrigan, who plays Noho Hank, was just like he just tossed out that that uh, sucks balls thing, <laughs> and like that was one of those scenes too where uh, like um, Bill Hader couldn't look towards the camera at all because he just kept busting up laughing. Um, they have fun, man. They have fun on the show. Yeah. Um, oh, and that moment, too, where uh, I skipped ahead a moment, but when Barry comes to confront them on the rooftop there and he kind of, like, scares the shit out of Hank pointing that gun at him and, and Hank's just telling him, like, just do it. Just shoot me. They're going to kill me anyways, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, Barry can't do it because he likes Hank too much and he doesn't want to be a killer anymore anyways. Yeah. Like, he really just doesn't want to do this shit. Mm-hmm. And... um <laughs> Hank just like pukes <laughs> in relief. Uh, um, however, uh, oh, you know what? I kind of ended up like, yeah, talking about some of this already. So yeah, however, Barry offers instead to train the Chechen men so that Hank can take down the Burmese himself to return to his partnership with Cristobal while Barry's debt to Hank is paid. Barry decides to tell a different story about the war in which he saved his friend Albert while serving in Corrigal. Uh, however, he struggles w- struggles while painting himself in a positive light and laments the fact that he has no one to talk about his experiences with. Um, Barry is once again approached by Fuchs, but this time he welcomes, welcomes him and asks for advice about how to tell the Korringal story. Um, Fuchs advises him against it, and the two have an emotional reconnection while an increasingly frustrated Loach looks on. So this was, this was kind of just... It's kind of like this is where I think is kind of like where it's sort of dark humor, where yeah. it's like it's kind of funny that, you know, uh, Fuchs just kind of like breaks down. And it's just like, I missed you, too, man, as a way of like keeping him from like admitting shit. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's also very real. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They do miss each other a whole lot. And um, and and ultimately he is tasked with uh, turning on him. And uh, at the acting class, Barry expresses reluctance at having to choke Sally while playing the role of her ex-husband. Sally and Jean berate him to try and get him in the right headspace, but Barry storms out. Sally follows him and tries to reason with him, but quickly shuts down, and she realizes her ex-husband, Sam, has shown up in L.A. standing right behind Barry. That was a pretty fucking crazy moment. I didn't see that coming at all. No, I didn't see it. I loved it because... He storms out of the acting class, not wanting to hurt anybody, and he's struggling with with just that of just trying to not unleash all this anger that he has. And then as soon as he sees Sam, he's just lit. Yeah, Yeah, he's just lights up with 
rage nice. and it's yeah bill Hader's face is so beautifully done in it yeah yeah <laughs> that that rage just comes out and it's like <gasps> yeah he's ready mm-hmm. be sc- i'd be like yeah i think i'd be pretty 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 scared if i found out that he got that in one take right <laughs> <laughs> instantly be calling for an investigation <laughs> uh, next episode episode four titled what um barry and sally go to dinner with sam um this fucking piece of shit guy yeah. where barry is barely able to contain his rage towards the other man while sally awkwardly tries to keep things civil uh, barry later asks sally why she was so welcoming to sam and she breaks down in his arms as she acknowledges that her scene is a lie and she didn't stand up to him instead leaving him in the dead of night while he was asleep um yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't sure if the next line of here was going to go already, already hadn't discussed this, but um, yeah, she, she admits the real truth, and it's actually a really, really good story. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the honesty there, but I guess that's just sort of like what happens when you are, you know, there's just some kind of people that just, they can't see how... The fact that she got out of there at all is a major positive. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And um, it's really interesting. I guess it kind of does help, especially for a guy like me who struggles to like her character. Mm-hmm. It helps. It helps yeah. a lot when she kind of just comes clean about some stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, yeah. yeah you got. The, she's one of those people that you, you tell a truth that you do yourself so many times to that it becomes true. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Him showing up is the awakening of the actual happening, and it's just like her reawakening to it. Because she even called her friend, like, "Remember when I said this?" And he's like, "She goes, no, I don't remember that." Yeah. No, but then I did this, and like, mm, you may have, but uh, not when I was there. <laughs> she, it's like that. Oh, yeah. Did that really happen, or did, is that something I just tell myself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know that the truths come out even to her. Yeah. yeah, she's hidden it from herself. Uh, Sally is distraught about potentially telling the truth about her relationship with Sam on stage, and Barry assures her that it's sometimes okay to keep secrets. Uh, later, Barry sees that Sam has snuck into the theater and witnessed Sally rehearsing the scene. Barry chases Sam back to his car where furious Sam insults Sally and drives away. Yeah, this motherfucker, dude. Um, what does he say right there? Just remember, I fucked her first. Yeah. yeah. Got that shit when it was tight. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So gross. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how does it, I mean, yeah, how do you drive away feeling good about yourself at all? Like, you know, you, j- you know, you made things worse for mm-hmm. yourself, I would yeah. imagine, just by yeah. saying that out loud to right. somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Sally later gets a call from Sam, which is pretty much immediately later, it seems like, uh, inviting her to come to his hotel so he can give her a gift. And for some reason, she agrees. <laughs> I, th- mm-hmm. This part was so stupid. I was like, back to hating this character. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, Old habits die hard. I was like, this is where this is where those women in the writing room ne- really needed to stand up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Be like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That's, that, you know. Don't go in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, once there, Sam's nice guy persona slowly breaks apart, and he demands that Sally not do her scene in order to keep him from appealing, appearing in a bad light. Unbeknownst to them both, Barry has traveled to the hotel to kill Sam, resulting in him almost shooting Sally in the face when she opens the door to leave. Um, damn, dude. Yeah, that was she pretty nuts. Him, yeah. Yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, luckily nobody notices him even there. Uh, when she storms mm-hmm. out, which is kind of ridiculous, but yeah. whatever. I still, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love the show. Uh, <laughs> Barry, ashamed and enraged at himself, goes to Gene's house and begs him for help. Uh, Barry opens up to Gene about Korngal, where he reveals that he unknown, unknowingly killed an innocent civilian instead of the gunman who shot his friend. Gene, shaken by Barry's confession, urges him not to repeat the story to the acting class and reassures him that people can change their nature, giving Barry hope for his future. But uh, but the scene didn't exactly play out quite as nicely yeah, as yeah. this uh, synopsis <laughs> gives because uh, that was it was pretty hilarious. So he he tells the scene to um, or he tells the story to Gene, and uh, cuts back to Gene's face, and he's just like, "Holy shit." <laughs> 
He's like, how many other people have you told this story to? And he's like, none. And he's like, okay, good. He's like, don't don't ever tell anybody this story ever again because I don't know if you realize this, but you killed somebody and got away with it, Barry. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Um, An ecstatic Barry travels to Fuchs Hotel to share what Gene told him, but Loach manages to get a confession from Barry while there. However, instead of charging and arresting him, Loach uses it to blackmail Barry into killing his ex-wife's new lover. Mm-hmm. Hence the title of uh, this week's episode, because poor Barry just can't get the fuck away from this hitman mm-hmm. lifestyle. He thinks he's been found out and he's going to be sent to prison. And uh, Detective Loach just turns the recorder off, and it turns out that he was, while he was pissed about Moss being killed... The whole reason he wanted to hunt down Barry for this first half of the season was actually so he could just blackmail him into killing his uh, ex-wife's lover. So he turns that um, recorder off and he's like, kind of like, okay, that's it. I've, I've done it. And he's talking himself into it. And you think he's talking himself into pulling the trigger on Barry, you know? And Barry's like, come on, don't do anything stupid. And you also think... I, I feel like in that moment, like, you know, Barry's looking for his opportunity to, like, grab that gun yeah. mm-hmm. and end up killing Loach. And that's what I think yeah. is about to happen because I, I feel like Barry's kind of safe, you know? Yeah. And uh, and then, nope, that is the perfect twist. Turns out mm. that and um, and Barry's, the, the last moment of the scene is just him going, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so that's, that's pretty great. Um, the next episode is also pretty fucking great. <laughs> um, it's called Ronnie Lily. Uh, Barry. My favorite episode. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Of the series or the season? Series. Wow. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. get ready. And folks. it doesn't even have Noho in it, which is. I know, right? Yeah. Huh? I didn't even think about that. My favorite character's <laughs> not even in it. It's my favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. Pay special attention to this one. Turns out this one was the longest one. The longest episode. Yeah, like but tied it felt for like it. the yeah. shortest. Yeah. I was like, I need more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barry finds Ronnie, Loach's ex-wife, stoner lover, at his house and tries to negotiate a peaceful deal in which he doesn't have to kill anyone. However, while Ronnie is packing to leave, Barry discovers he is a Taekwondo master and the two battle until Ronnie passes out from a busted windpipe. Um, this entire sequence was like this was like the first 10 minutes of the episode it seemed like right Um, it's fucking it's so well done really cool Mm -hmm. choreography Um, funny choreography yeah yeah really like realistic fight you know Mm -hmm. like I mean yeah there's a couple moments where like some walls look like they're coming like loose or whatever you'd think somebody would get knocked out from that but like yeah other other than that pretty realistic uh, fight and um uh yeah and the windpipe thing's pretty funny like uh barry's trying to talk him into he's trying to calm him down he's like you're hurt man like you really need to relax like (laughs) he's trying to nunchuck him to death or whatever and he's just like this isn't gonna work and then sure enough yep big old freaking as uh death scene you know as far as far as we know he at least passes out uh ronnie's daughter lily also proficient in taekwondo comes home and viciously viciously attacks barry before fleeing um, so yeah, so we have this psycho little girl, um, who, who can kick the shit out of Barry. Um, just, a uh, behind the scenes thing, I guess the, the stunt coordinator for the series back in season one in the, towards the beginning of uh, production mentioned to Bill Hader, Hey, I've got this girl like kind of in, in pocket. Like I, I work with her parents and they're all, it's a whole stunt person family. If you ever want to use her, like look at all this crazy stuff yeah. she can do. And Bill Hader just kind of like made a note of like, yeah. okay, crazy little like girl or whatever. <laughs> and then eventually when they were coming up with stuff for season two, he talked about throwing her into some other piece of it. And, uh, and then as they were hashing things out, which, again, is just a big benefit of writing all of these, you know, the way that they do. Um, eventually, this whole thing became uh, an entire episode um, in itself. Um, 
Barry urges Fuchs to drive him to a hospital to treat the stab wound Lily has inflicted on his back, mm. but Fuchs instead takes him to a drugstore and stitches Barry up himself, albeit poorly. Mm. So this is one of your favorite parts, right? <laughs> it's so funny the way he delivers his line. <laughs> so Fuchs pulls up, like right up to the drugstore, and starts getting out after Barry's told him everything that he needs, and he kind of like nonchalantly, sort of, you know, leans back towards the car and is like, "What is it that I even need again?" Mm-hmm. You want to give it a line? No, no, because like uh, Fuchs is like, I'm going to go in and g- get some water and some corn nuts. You need anything? <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Barry's like, needle and thread because I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, yeah, Needle and thread for stitches because <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm dying. <laughs> it's just the way that he delivers that yeah. line, though. It's so hilarious. <laughs> Fuchs, furious that Barry left Lily alive, drives around the neighborhood looking for her, but Barry refuses to kill her once they find her. Fuchs attempts to kill her himself, but concludes that she can't be human after seeing her climb a tree and sit perched for hours on top of a roof. This is just an excellent scene, because it's just like Barry, like, I'm so sorry you had to do that. (laughs) You know, killing people is one thing, but killing a kid, that's tough. It's all, I didn't kill her. Yeah. And he's just what? Yeah. <laughs> so he just puts the car and drives. Well, then we gotta go find her. Yeah. We gotta kill her. <laughs> <laughs> As he's like jamming down the street, he's yeah. just like, is that her? Is that her? <laughs> and he gets out of the car, goes up to her, and he's like, hey, little girl, I got some corn nuts. You want to get in the car yeah. with my friend? Like, Who does that? I know. Ba- well, Barry's all, yeah. don't go out there. Don't yeah. go out there. <laughs> just in the car. <laughs> yeah. When he gets back, you're right. She's not. She's not human. <laughs> That night, Lily has still not descended from the roof, and Fuchs is getting impatient. Barry, who has been drifting in and out of consciousness throughout the day, awakens and immediately rips his stitches, causing Fuchs to pour superglue into his wound. Uh, While this is happening, Lily sneaks into the backseat of the car and bites Fuchs in the cheek. Fuchs, unable to fight her off because he's glued his hands to the steering wheel, is forced to let her take a chunk out of his cheek and run off. Shoot her. Shoot her, man. <laughs> this, is, this is where she gives that crazy, like, velociraptor screech, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Barry and Fuchs returns to the drugstore where Barry finds Ronnie alive and ready to attack again. So this part's fucking awesome, too. He hears the windpipe. He uh, sounds like Wheezy from Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. And Barry just looks over at him, and, and Ronnie's already staring over at uh, Barry, and he's just like, Ronnie? Hey, man. It's me. The guy that was in your house. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking ridiculous. Like, he still wants to help Ronnie out. He wants to help him get out of here. Uh, Loach arrives and shoots Ronnie in the face. Uh, But Ronnie kills him uh, effortlessly before more police arrive and kill Ronnie, giving Barry a chance to flee. So this whole moment, there's a lot to kind of unpack in that sentence there. Um, Ronnie shows up. Or, I mean, Ronnie is uh, staring Barry down. Loach shows up, shoots Ronnie in the face. Then Loach is staring Barry down and starts pretending that Barry's resisting arrest and might have a gun, and he's shouting these things out as to give himself an excuse to also kill Barry. Mm-hmm. Well, turns out Ronnie still ain't dead, mm-hmm. gets up, <laughs> and gives one swift roundhouse kick right to Loach, snaps his neck, and he's dead. He's yep. gone. Um and out of the way. Yep. Yeah. And then the police come in a moment later and um fire a few more rounds into into Ronnie and take him out and As Barry's Barry able to bail. Yep. Freaking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. As Barry approaches Fuchs's car, he contemplates the nature of their relationship and it kind of uh, the episode ends on you not knowing whether or not he's going to decide to flee with Fuchs or turn himself in or or what take off on on foot so that is that's that crazy ass episode um anything that you wanted to since it's your favorite anything you want did i miss anything there oh no just the the ridiculousness that of uh, fuchs and barry having to deal with this little girl mm-hmm. who's very animalistic uh just a creature in herself uh and how two grown men have such the hardest time and when she sneaks in the car and just like and they're absolutely terrified of her <laughs> it's just genius it's yeah. just really well done <laughs> all right next episode the truth has a ring to it barry infuriated that fuchs is turned on and breaks off their relationship for good and returns to acting class once there he discovers that sally has rewritten her scene to tell the truth about her relationship with sam 
but is mortified after doing a cold reading for the class. And yeah, this this moment was um was pretty interesting. I, I was kind of confused by the class's reaction until Barry kind of chases her backstage and explains that they were just they were thrown off by that's not the version that you told them at yeah. first mm-hmm. and so they're just kind of like <laughs> you know they just weren't prepared for it yeah. but yeah it was it was a very well acted scene by by her yes mm-hmm. um and uh and and it, it is in my opinion the right way to tell that story yeah. you know what i mean um Barry asks for Gene's help, requesting that Gene help him perform well in Sally's scene in lieu of writing his own. Gene tells Barry to use his own story to find the emotion in Sally's. On stage, Barry taps into his trauma over killing Detective Moss and delivers a spectacular performance, much to Gene's satisfaction, which is fucking this dark little moment where, you know, Gene walks right up to him after that um, performance and says, uh, you know, Barry. Very well done, yeah, you know, that's so sad. <laughs> and that's that's so it's but it's such good writing for this oh, for yeah. the series, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Lindsay, having witnessed the entire performance, offers to help Sally use it to branch out in her career. Meanwhile, Barry has finished training the Chechens and Hank gives Barry a pin as a gift for having repaid his debt. Um, really important uh, to remember that he is given this pin um by by noho hank um something to that comes up later on in the season mm-hmm. um marbeck a young chechen thanks barry for giving him purpose and showing him how to be useful as a soldier yeah so there's kind of this one standout in the class of of recruits that is this just, just fucking rambo of yeah. a guy yeah. like he's, he's just a gift mm-hmm. yeah and um and when and when and when Barry first notices him, I think the way I interpreted it was, you know, that he's just like, I need to keep this kid from doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I felt yeah. like that he was hoping to scare him off, like almost mm-hmm. like um yeah, exactly. Like it's like you you're you're going down a narrow path here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh yeah so uh. As Hank prepares to ambush Esther, he is surprised to find that his whole army has been captured after an accordion player he had previously <laughs> insulted them, um, sold, ha- had insulted, sold them out to Esther and Cristobal. Um, so that moment was hella fucking funny, dude. Are like, you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> At least his, his right-hand man guy didn't s- s- sell him out, too, because I wasn't sure of that. I had to double-check that on the rewatch, yeah, that that guy was also it. cut off guard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Fuchs, furious at Barry, begins to comb through the woods near Gene's cabin and eventually finds Moss's body, where he rejoices that he now has leverage over Barry, so we get confirmation. He gets so pissed that he's he feels basically replaced by Gene. Yeah. Yeah, because and that Barry hurts him so much. Yeah, at the beginning of that episode, Barry tells him, you know, that Gene is is the kind of guy who understands him, and that, mm-hmm. um, you know, that Fuchs doesn't get it. Yeah. And um, and of course, yeah, we um, brushed over that part, but yeah, Fuchs in that scene tells him, like, oh yeah, yeah, he understands you because you told him this story. Well, did you tell him about how you killed his girlfriend? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's and like that's the only <laughs> thing that Fuchs has is you yeah, know, you know, Gene knows what Barry really wants to be and who he really wants to be, but Fuchs knows all of his dirty little yeah. secrets because that's basically how he's trained him. Yeah, and that's where Barry struggles. But that's all. That's all that Barry has ever known. And and in the um, in the last episode when he's bleeding out and he's coming in and out of consciousness, he's in in these sequences he's being let go from the military. Everybody's being let go from the military, and they're all coming together, meeting their families, wives. And all yeah, that and he he doesn't have anyone. He just keeps walking until all of a sudden everyone's gone, and there's just Fuchs. It's just Fuchs, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I really like those those moments yeah. that they cut to. Yeah. It kind of gives it that 
another layer. Yeah, you know, and those were definitely in place of uh, season one had the where he imagined the future, where now he's getting flashbacks of the past in this. Yeah, one. yeah, so. yeah. The first one's definitely where the first season was like where he could go, mm-hmm. and this season's definitely where he's been. Yeah, yeah. Um, the audition is uh, the name of the next episode. Sally turns down the supposedly empowering TV role she is offered involving abused women killing their husbands that is little more than revenge porn. Um, I think I wrote down here uh, what the title, Payback Ladies. It's <laughs> that time of the month for yeah. revenge <laughs> was the tagline for it. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, <laughs> as far as we know, I don't work in that industry, but I'm I'm going to I'm going to say it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> She is jealous when Barry, after being spotted in her agent's lobby, lands an audition for a lead role in a major feature film just because of his height. Yeah, the guy, the guy's like, "How tall are you?" And he's like six two, and he's just like hands him his hands him his card, gets him an uh, lands him an audition, a director session with Jay Roach. Um, Yeah, so that's pretty funny. Uh, While Barry gets acting advice from Gene, Lindsay offers Sally the opportunity to have the acting class perform their scenes on a large stage in order to get Sally's story out into the world. Um, we c- this kind of like glosses over though one of the, one of the funnier parts of that that episode where Gene is reviewing the script that Barry has and he's going oh, over yeah. the lines and he's just like, "Oh no." <laughs> he's like, "You you say we're just a bunch of uh, swim instructors. That's the title. <laughs> they can't cut that. <laughs> just like freaking out, like, oh my god, like you're not ready for this, you know? Um, and at first, you know, I wasn't sure if there was gonna be some kind of like weird twist where the reason why Gene wanted to help him so much was because he was gonna try to get steal the role from him. Mm-hmm. There you know was some I mean? jealousy in it. Yeah. 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 Um, so when he offered to be a scene partner, I was like, oh, no, I really fucking hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, and it's not. We'll find out. Um, <laughs> we'll find out what does take place. Uh, let's see here. I am. After Hank's men escape a burning bus and shootout with the Bolivians and Burmese, they abandon him due to his poor leadership choices and turn to Marbeck as a leader because, yeah, he basically confesses to everybody right there on the bus while he <laughs> thinks they're all going to die that he's uh, basically an optometrist by nature. <laughs> and this is not what he was built for. So soft. <laughs> oh, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's just he just wants to be nice to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when Gene does not show up for uh, Barry's audition, Barry discovers that Fuchs is posing as a private detective to lead Gene to Detective Moss's body. Barry underperforms in his audition, much to the intrigue of the director, and leaves in a hurry. After hearing Gene explain how Barry was lost until he came to his class, an infuriated Fuchs leads him to Moss's car. After popping the trunk and showing Moss's body to the distraught Gene, Fuchs calls the police and confesses to murdering her pretending to be Gene. Fuchs then raises a gun to Gene's head while Barry races through the forest, and that is how the episode ends. What the fuck did you think was about to happen? I was just, like, I was just thinking, you know what? <sighs> Henry uh, Winkler, is, is, he's an old man now. Maybe like this was too much of a task for him, you know, Job wise, like he he didn't think it was gonna be lasting this long, and I was like, maybe this is his way out of the show. And I was just like, mm-hmm. I thought it was, I thought he was gonna die. I thought he yeah. was, I thought he was gonna shoot him right then and there. And I was just like, wow. no. It's an interesting reason to think he was gonna die yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, I just can't believe Henry Winkler is doing this. What did you think? Uh, I was just so pissed at Fuchs. <laughs> I, I couldn't get over it. I was just like, oh, you son, you jealous son of a bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you're going to crush Jean. You yeah. know, like just the man's already broken from losing her. And then you're going to show him uh, her dead body yeah. stuffed in a trunk like that. Yeah. Oh, I was so pissed. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. Like a half hour ago, we were saying how much like you still you 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 like Fukes. You're just you're mad at him all the See, time. See, that's the thing. But I then don't this part, like Fuchs. I don't. I well, never did. Okay. Well, <laughs> ever? A bad man. Oh ever. man. Well, I like. Oh, I guess I just love damn, Stephen Root too much. Maybe is what it well, is. He's like. a great actor. 
and yeah. that and that's what I mean. I it's love a great the, character. Love yeah, he's a bad man. Yeah. yeah, he 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 does he he executes the the character so well mm-hmm. that I'm just like, oh, I hate it. Like I can't stand. <laughs> but it's like he 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 plays such a good sociopath because even back in season one when he thinks that Barry has died in that raid with Taylor and all yeah. them and they get gunned down. He's like, Barry never even apologized to me. Like, and he's thinking that he's dead, but, you know, <laughs> he has, like, no yeah. remorse, really, or anything like that. He's like, oh, he, well, he never apologized to me. That was, you know. and That's it, what he held on to. Yeah, and it's like, you fuck son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> asshole. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, because, yeah, he er, before, he does try to back out. I guess he has these redemptive moments where, you know, he tries to back out of um, selling Barry out, where he's just trying to get him to shut up and not say, you know, anything. But he tries to, like, double cross. He tries to sell him out a few times. Yeah. (sighs) But you're probably (laughs) right that ultimately it's just because he, he figures. He knows that he'd still go to prison, also, anyways. Yeah. Like, <laughs> see, and it just—it all just—it revolves around him. Yep. You're right. You're right. I'm giving him. I'm giving him too many free passes. Um. All right. So here we go. We're about to to wrap things up with the final episode. Yep. The final episode of the season and the last episode we'll get to talk about from maybe a, by Bill a Hader, year or so. Like. I'm not sure. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Directed by mm-hmm. Bill Hader, written by Alec Berg. He and also Hader. did the Ronnie Lilly one. Uh yeah. yeah, yeah, my favorite episode. Yeah, yeah. um, how do you feel about this one? Should I wait until we're done no, talking about good. it? Or? No, it's good. Yeah. yeah, um, unable to bring himself to shoot Gene, Fuchs flees the scene. Barry and Gene are taken into custody, and Barry is soon released while Gene is arrested on suspicion of killing, uh, Janice. So yeah, these these opening moments, uh, it was pretty pretty crazy to see. You know, okay, so Fuchs struggles doesn't not able to pull that trigger once again one of those things i'm i'm looking at it through these different lenses than you i'm like oh this uh, another redemptive moment for him right um and then all of a sudden um uh barry shows up or he he runs off he whispers something into gene's ear we don't know what he says um but it's uh important to know that, that he does do that um runs off barry shows up uh, qu- does some quick thinking, tosses something into that trunk before he shuts that door, and then it cuts to the black, and immediately we the next thing we know is him in the jail cell being questioned. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually what those opening moments are, and then a whole episode goes by, and um, it's just important to remember that that's really what that visual was for that opening sequence. Um, Barry is soon released while Gene is arrested on suspicion of killing Janice. Barry calls Fuchs and promises to kill him, uh, which was, I felt odd because I, I felt like, yeah, he's setting himself up to, for there to be evidence mm-hmm. in a later episode yeah. of him. Why would you yeah. leave a message fucking saying that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Gene's students, sans Gene, uh, performs their scenes in a professional theatrical venue secured by Sally's agent, Lindsay. Sally changes her scene with Barry mid-performance, declaring to Sam, played by Barry, that they are finished before Sam can choke her as originally scripted. So this moment fucking sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, man, always on the fence about this Sally character. Mm -hmm. Really, really tough to like her. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, you and I both, when we watched that together. Just pissed off. So <laughs> angry. So furious that, that that slap she gives him across the face before yeah, they go yeah. out on stage. Um, I don't even understand why she didn't interpret his body language as him being a perfectly in character. Because yeah. she's in, in her own moment of what she wants. Exactly. exactly. How this to go. And then yeah. she even switches it up last second, which any actor will just be furious with. It's like, mm-hmm. you... You know, if we had done this together, mm-hmm. now you're embarrassing me because I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. Totally stole his thunder. Like, that w- That was really his moment to shine. I mean, without him reacting the way that he did the first time mm-hmm. and, the f- you know, the first few times is what made everything possible for her story to come out. 
Yeah. And then for her to just steal it away from him and just kind of take all the glory was kind of like, and it, in a lie, even. Yeah. It really goes to show yeah. how they are in a relationship, too. Like, their, yeah. their, their relationship is, it, it's going to be more about her Oh yeah. than him, and, and she's proving it. Like a good, like, 90-10. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sally's performance is met with acclaim, which yeah, which would have happened for Barry instead if they had done things, you know, as planned. From the audience and Lindsay's colleagues, though the two of them are dismayed that they are getting attention. Oh, oh, I kind of I butchered that. She's getting a bunch of acclaim from the audience and Lindsay's colleagues, though the two of them are dismayed that they are getting attention from telling a lie because, of course, Lindsay also knows that that wasn't the truth. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, Noho Hank and the Chechens move into the Buddhist monastery previously held by the Burmese mob and arm themselves from an imminent fight with the Bolivians and the Burmese. Um, Hank reaches out to Barry for help, but Barry refuses to come. Fuchs, seeking protection from Barry, brokers a peace between all three gangs, bringing Hank and Cristobal back together in a tearful reunion. This whole <laughs> thing was fucking yeah, amazing. It's like, it's like Cristobal's just... I, I'm sorry. Hank's just like, are you, are you kidding me? Yeah. Seriously? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but right before that, that part that we were talking about at work where um, how Fuchs is, he, he steps out and he's just kind of like, hey, oh, yeah. you know, what's up, guys? And it's like, you know, and then you realize like they kind of just poke fun at the fact that like. He was actually really far yeah, away. Yeah, he's out of earshot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't hear a guy is talking. talking to us? Yeah. <laughs> Who is it? Is that guy talking to us? Is he on Bluetooth? Yeah. Does he have uh, Bluetooth? He's oh, Bluetooth. no, he's talking to us. Oh, I, hear, I hear my name. Yeah, no, he's definitely talking to me. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, my God. Um, and then the speech that he gives yeah, is really, really good. That's another reason why I like that character so much is that that speech he gives about the puzzle pieces, <laughs> you know, not fitting and all that kind of stuff. Um, when really, he was really saying well that, done. I was like, you did it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Freaking check. <laughs> uh, the police release Gene to Leo, his son, after finding Hank's Chechen pin near Moss's body uh, planted there by Barry. So that is that thing that we saw him toss into the trunk in that opening moment we i had forgotten all about it and i was so fucking blown away that they had they had done such a good job piecing this episode together deciding what sequence everything was going to be shown in it was enough stuff happened that i forgot about what i saw in that opening moment and i was so like blown away that i was like that's right he fucking threw something in the trunk Mm -hmm. oh my god i mean did you like no i didn't I, d- I didn't catch it. No, yeah. No. Oh, that he had even thrown something yeah, I didn't in. Even okay. Catch it the first time. This is, I did the second time, but the first time I didn't even notice it. Did you remember that he had done that? Yeah, when I they, caught yeah. that. And I was like, "Why did he shut the trunk? Like his prints are on." <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah. He touches a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where my mind goes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Barry attempts to call Gene, but instead talks to Leo, who tells him that Gene has been cleared of all charges and released. Barry tells Leo that his dad was right and people really can change their nature. However, Barry gets a text from Hank almost immediately afterwards revealing Fuchs's location. Barry travels to the monastery and lays waste to various gang members, including Esther and Marbeck, as he pushes, or I'm sorry, as he perfuse, pursues Fuchs who successfully escapes. Noho Hank's successor, Batir, sent from Chechnya, finds Hank alive at the temple and is pleased with him for killing Esther because he sees the uh, that special bullet mm-hmm. that uh, Hank had asked Barry to use to kill Esther. He had kept it loaded in his gun this whole time, I guess. He hadn't fired at anybody at that point, and that went right through Esther's uh, dome. So uh, later, Gene remembers something Fuchs whispers to him before he left Gene with Moss's body. And that was, Barry Berkman did this. That's what he whispered into Gene's uh, ear when he fled the scene. And Gene kind of leaps up in his bed and is just like, oh my God, right? Is that what he says? Yeah. Yeah. And and that is the end of season two of of HBO's Barry. Holy fuck. So what'd you guys think? Oh man! Really well done. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because now it just these characters that really he really he looks up to Gene, mm-hmm. and now there's going to be this conflict that, that it's out of the back. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. 
and how is Gene going to approach this or how is mm-hmm. he going to go about this? this it's not going to be wh- easy for Barry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Um, I have no idea how to, like, I wouldn't even know how to give predictions or anything yeah. like that. Because, um, yeah, they've they've shocked me a bunch of times already mm-hmm. in these first two seasons. And I'm going to, I'm giving them, I know they're going to do that to me again. Yeah. Can we just talk about the, the monastery scene yes. for a second? Yes. Like, oh, my God. Fuck. <laughs> I was sweating. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. just goes through and takes them out. Yeah. Like, I don't just even angry. sweat, but I was sweating. <laughs> <laughs> my armpits were so wet. I was like, <gasps> oh, my God. He was, like, taking out anyone that was in eyesight. Yeah. yeah. Like, even that young, cute little protege yeah. <laughs> that totally looked up to Barry, you know, he and just... The- yeah, it, it, like, he, was, he mm. was seeing red and just killed everybody. And yeah. Then even when he walks back through and sees that he killed. Yeah. Uh, He's just shouting out, Fuchs! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he sees that he killed Mirbeck, there was almost that, like, fuck. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. He realized what he did. And that's what he warned him about when he met that character yeah. was when he got annoyed at how, like, nonchalantly he was shooting everything. And he mm-hmm. said something about, like, if you wait or you hesitate or whatever, you give them a chance to shoot back or whatever mm-hmm. and then that's what the guy did he was like oh, hey oh my friend oh, yeah. yeah and that well, gave him that moment otherwise yeah. he would have totally taken barry out mm-hmm. so yeah so that that's it that is our recap or review of uh season two of hbo's barry can't, can't wait for, wait for yeah oh i cannot wait mm-hmm. um i haven't heard anything i th- i kind of want to say i you know i listened to a lot of like interviews and some of the press stuff that bill Hader was doing for season two uh while it was airing um and i kind of want to say that he said they were getting together to write season three in october um hopefully i'm I'd be, it'd be I'd be happy if I was wrong and they were like maybe shooting already in yeah. October. But um yeah, it might be a little bit before we get a season 3, but it's going to be worth it. Um they're going to do a they're going to do a great job. Um I'm excited. As far as this show goes, I think what's next for us is um I'm going to start watching uh, today I'm going to start Chernobyl. Yeah. Um I'd like to kind of uh do that whole mini series. I guess it's a 5 episode series and we'll kind of split that into a part A or part 1 and 2 kind of yeah. a thing. Um, I think it might also be kind of fun to go back. We haven't gotten to watch Melissa and I uh, season two of The Tick yet. Oh, I love The Tick. And uh, <laughs> season one was awesome. We can go back and do an episode of that, and then maybe we can break down so season good. two. Because mm-hmm. I think there's shorter episodes also, like yeah. 30 minutes or even less maybe. Yeah. Um, and that might be kind of just a fun one that might cheer us up after the Chern- Chernobyl stuff too. <laughs> a kind of a little balancing act there. Plus, it'll kind of give us the excuse we need to branch out beyond just the HBO yeah. programming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm currently watching, uh, finishing season three of True Detective, but also nice, yeah. nice. Letter Kenny. Like yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be an interesting. Yeah. I want to check that out. So, so how is that? Where is that? Uh, discoverable at is that hulu hulu okay um and how long has that one been out i think two seasons okay i think Mm. two is what i've seen but i I, i'm only about four or five episodes into the first season and it's it's episodic there there isn't really like a a general storyline to follow Mm -hmm. it's just these guys and, and and a girl and just what they do on a daily basis i guess nice is how they interact with their town yeah from yeah. what you've shown us it's yeah. freaking yeah. hilarious yeah there's some are those youtube clips you can find and stuff yeah. like that yeah so if anybody's interested in figuring out what we're t- seeing what we're talking about letter kenny um is something you, c- you can look up some stuff on uh youtube or you can uh stream it on hulu there's a couple seasons we'll see if we can tackle that one here pretty soon too so yeah, I got a whole list of stuff, um, things coming out throughout the year. I kind of need to take a, a moment to kind of figure out the exact order in which things are being released. I know that Black Mirror also came out yesterday. Mm. Uh, the next season of that, apparently, it's only three episodes. No way. And and also, it kind of seems like people have mixed feelings about it. So I'm gonna watch them. If they're, if I think they're terrible, I don't want to. I don't want to sit here for an hour and a half and trash on them yeah. and talk a bunch of shit. I don't really want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. But it's kinda yeah. wa- it's kinda like how I don't want to do Swamp Thing now because I'm just gonna badmouth these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Canceling this great looking show after season or episode one. Yeah. People really liking it. It's a DC's now. Yeah. 
Yeah, so so that one's iffy, but that one's fresh, and so there's a good good reason to give that one a shot. So there's yeah, so that's the next you know stuff that might be coming up for Exoverse TV. Um, we'll go ahead and wrap things up here. Uh, thank you very much, Derek, for joining me again, coming down here all the no way problem. from Modesto. Um, thank you very much for Melissa for joining me. I know yeah. that coming you coming from the other room. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. Well, <laughs> I know that you would have preferred to catch up on some sleep. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Fuck yes. you for asking me to do this. It's uh, definitely nap time. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So thank you guys very much. We'll be coming at you again pretty soon with the Chernobyl review, and then you can follow. Uh, me on Instagram and Twitter at Exoverse TV for more updates on other stuff we'll be covering. I'll, I'll maybe put some polls out to see what you guys might have to suggest. You can also follow Exoverse Media uh, on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter as well for general updates on everything going on on the site there. So thank you guys very much. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.